Confidence is not they will like me. Confidence is I'll be fine if they don't. The most beautiful people we have known are those who have known defeat, known struggle, known suffering, known loss, and have found their way out of the depths. Beautiful people do not just happen. Remember how far you've come. We often think productivity means to work. It doesn't. Productivity means to make intentional choices towards a goal. The choice could be to pause. The goal could be to replenish. Productivity could mean to rest. Dr. Mona Masood. Hey, good morning, humans. It's interesting. This is literally, it's like 8.03 in the morning on a, what is this? Today's Thursday. And I only am confused because yesterday, like, I feel like we were like the only school on earth that stayed in school with our students until the 19th or no, the 21st. And I'm like, what is today? Today's the 22nd. So I'm like, where am I? We are in the month of December. It's about to end. Christmas is on a, on Sunday. And what's really amazing is the fact that the last time we spoke, it was it was in November, but it was I feel like the beginning of the month. And I was literally in the middle of the the most chaotic storm. Now, you know, I'm still in the water, and I said this before, I'll be in the water. I've been in the water for a long time. My boat sank. When, according to my Snapchat, take a look back at your life, or whatever, your look back at your 2022. Um, it's funny, mine was mad. It was kind of good. It was still good, but it was still slow. A lot of workouts, but at the same time, they were months apart. It would be like, you know, September, you know, me working out, working out, working out, September 12th, September the 14th, September the 18th, every two days or every day. And then, boy, a month would go by, two months, they'd be like, you know, November is a workout, you know. It was interesting to see how how I started this, this year and how it ended. I, I feel like it hit different than last year. Which I don't know if you if they give you the opportunity to go back and look, but that's just something that I thought about. And I think because we're humans and we're alive and like there's I was gonna say there's nothing else to do. There's plenty to do, but like a lot of it we shouldn't be doing. But I'm like, why not think back like the rest and it's the one time that it feels okay to me to say like the rest of the world. Um to look back on your year and what I love about 2022 is that like there's so many ways to go about it looking back you know and some people do it from their their at their corners like where did they spend most of their time like was it with your faith and for me it started with my faith but I remember the year 2020 no the year into 2021 My word, I believe, for that year was drift. No, anchor. So that I avoided the drift. And anchor for me means being grounded, being, you know, an anchor in the waters, you know, for the boat, keeps the boat still, stays in one place, doesn't move. That's how you know you've landed. And now you just got to, you know, get comfortable set your feet down there not get comfortable but like be all right with there though like waters may rage and stuff winds may blow you're you're anchored kind of thing and that was like my mindset right boy and they say come like three months into the new year you you start changing and i i remember listening to that and being like not me not me man yeah me especially
me especially in 2021. Man, what a drift I had, and it, and, it, and it, the way the waves and the and the waters took me down into this year. So much so that, like, when I be looking back, <clears throat> excuse me, on my year, I be like, you know, what year is it? Or like, where am I? What's going on? You know what I mean? Like, it's hard to look back because everything is such such a blur. Not everything, but a lot of things. Um, I think I try. I think I am. I'm going to be jumping all over the place like usual, but because that's that's just the way that we sum summarize things around here. And um, I just feel like um, so much is happening and changing in my life, in my personal life. And like, if you follow me or even listen to one of these. Like in succinct order, it's so interesting. Like I do this for the sake of being able to look back, but it's hard to look back. Like I'm somebody who hardly goes back and reads my diaries and my journals. Like there was a time I would sleep with my journals on my bed just so they would be close to me because I'm the kind of person, man, I will stay in bed all day and not like I'm tired, but like just, just my chill spot. I have a whole living room and everything, but I'm like never in there. And so my goal for this obvious next year, and it's a silly one, but I record myself saying it for the sake of holding myself accountable and for the sake of perhaps someone who listens and maybe who cares, not that you don't care because you listen or don't care because you don't listen. I'm just saying maybe they would be there to to be like, hey, uh, are you still journaling or how's this and that going that I talk about so one thing that I just now in this moment realized that I want to do is start like journaling again that's something that was good to me felt good to me and I remember on Christmas a few Christmases ago getting a journal from my aunt Debbie and getting and like I'm somebody who gives journals like I love giving journals because I love writing like I'm looking at my bookshelf right now and like one of the middle piles is piled up with journal journal after journal some are not open some have been some and like not all of them are like all the way done like they I could start writing again in any of them which is something that I have to remember you can pick up one of these bad boys. I think one of these my cousin Amber gave me too. And it's just really cool to have because I'm like, yeah, you can go back to that and get on that. And I'm right now I'm just thinking about myself. What what is something that I should work on? Because I talked to my sister last night and uh we've been having random long conversations that I feel like they're good for us, you know? Like they're just like we be sitting there and we, we don't always have, like, anything to say, um, but I'll call her or she'll call me, and then we'll let out what we got to let out, and then we just be chilling. And I appreciate that um, so much, and I feel like it makes me want to cry because I just remember being a kid and wanting a connection with my sibling so badly and just, like, never receiving that so like never not really ever knowing like how to be friends with like females because my own the own my, the own the females I was like why how why can't I formulate this sentence but the the females in my house I, I just felt like ne- I never saw a connection with I did with my mom that's for sure especially as a kid um and just the older I got, the more like relationships started changing, and it just it was just like overnight one day she was different, you know to me, our relationship changed we had moments we weren't we weren't it wasn't terrible my whole life, but it wasn't a good, you know, but these years are like, wow, I just I literally feel in awe of her, like I always have been though that's the thing. My sister's always been everything, and it's crazy that we come from the same parents, but we're so different, yet we're not. And 
And this sounds so corny, you know what I mean? And, and I don't know, but it's like, why? But I feel like my sister's so beautiful in so many different ways that it's like, you were her, Michelle. You were, you, like, as far as, not looks, but, like, personality, mentality, I remember feeling this way in 2018 after I quit my job at the job. It's crazy, the irony of it, right? Like, this is all so full circle right now. And, like, basically, the job that that she has I used to work there doing something different but we were in the same environment t- years apart from each other however like sorry I'm just my mind is so blown that I'm like what did I just what was I talking about man dude (laughs) I'm gonna call that segment oops I did it again because I was just talking and my I blew my own mind thinking about what I was thinking about meta metacognition and I was like um like just like right now how I paused all quiet and I, I realized okay first of all let me get back to what I was talking about I was talking about how I felt like I was very similar to my sister, her her mental state currently. Um, I admire it because, it's, and I go back to, I listened to my dad on an episode of a podcast talking about number eights and how one of his um, children is a number eight. And he, he, they were talking about vulnerability and how he's like in awe of my sister, um, whenever she is a vulnerable person because growing up with her like man boy I tell you boy we had some days and some nights but um her now as a mother and a teacher even is like the awesomest thing and I'm sorry Veronica oh I said your name but but she has been a guest on this podcast before and um my point is um we she works where I was working, that I left and she began, you know, it was years apart, but that's like the beginning of the cycle. To me, like when I said, this is so full circle, but when I left there, I feel like I started healing. Like I was physically sick there and mentally sick there, which was part of the reason why I didn't feel like it was right for me. I wasn't being a good role model. I was being an embarrassment to myself and to the school. And I was like, nah, let me just step out before they kick me out. And so, and not only that, it was just something that I, 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 you know, I think it was okay that I left. I think, you know, I think I'm just an afterthought. I don't really know the impact that I left, you know? So it's, I think it's cool. Anyways, <clears throat> so leaving that and, you know, going through, you know, the waters, I'm in the ocean. I'm in the waters, the ocean. I'm just being dramatic with that, but it's for real. It's real deep waters. So I'm in there, and then here we are, where I am now. I'm working at a school. You know, I'm teaching second grade, and it owns the same name. Not owns, but they possess the same name. Only difference is mine is now public, a public environment. But I remember being told this, like, I promise you, man, I know it sounds crazy, but I was like either cleaning my apartment, it was like in the evening or early morning, but I remember it being dim outside. And <clears throat> my lamp, my living room lamp, I I usually leave it on like, um, like every day at night, it's never not on. Sorry, I just went, I started, I had a flashback, like, did I turn off all the lights in my classroom? Oh my God, did I, I should have got all those snacks. I left those snacks there. What if they have animals come? Yeah, I got scared. I'm sorry. I just went on the whole thing. But anyways, I feel like in that time, I heard like this voice say the name of the school. But at the time, I was thinking of the school that I left. So, you know, here we are like at least two years later, plus more than that, you know, maybe like four or five 
but I'm like, I don't even know math right now, so I don't know. Anyways, every year feels like 2020. Like, since 2020 happened, like, man, so much happened in 2020 that I'm like, where are we, you know? But I feel like that was just such a, like, tumultuous time when I was there, so leaving. And I'm just like, let me skip ahead, skip ahead, skip ahead. Oh, that's from Shrek, the musical. And I apologize, I'm all over the place, it's so early. And uh, I'm like, okay, verbal diarrhea, get it out, get it out. That's what's happening right now. You're either with me or you just already clicked off, and that's okay. But I feel like, basically, the cycle that we're in, and I'm like, okay, but I'm not, you know, it's a public school, and I'm learning so much being a teacher. I'm I'm realizing how responsible I'm, I have to be and I must be for these students and how much I don't want to give up. And I'm like, okay, you are on winter break. Relax, take advantage, but don't give up. Or, like, don't, like, completely check out. You now have time to study, to finish, doing all these things that you were trying to do in the middle of all the stuff you were already doing. You know what I'm saying? But you feel like when you're in a classroom environment or a school district it's like okay deadlines dates dates you gotta remember this you gotta remember that it's like lord jesus i can't i don't know if i can be there for all of this but i don't want to not contribute so that's why i'm like okay take advantage of rest take advantage and then get up and go and like i have a performance this evening and then tomorrow guys i have two shows And that's okay. Like, this show is hardcore. I really appreciate being a part of this. Like, it's cool. We get to do folly sounds. I get to hang out with, like, um, all these amazing women. We're all in the same cast. And it's so funny because I was about to be, like, four amazing women. But I was like, oh, my God, is it four of us? Or is it five of us? It's five of us total. So it has to be four others. And I'm like, two. Okay, hold up. Yeah, there is four others. I'm like, why do I feel like sometimes it's more? But it's because we all have such big and awesome personalities. But at the same time, we can be so chill. But I feel like if we're all chill, it's the kind of crowd that would be like, you good? It could be because we're so quiet sometimes. But like, that's just who we are. Like, I think we're just so comfortable And I'm grateful to be doing this journey with these people. I mean, we spent a lot of time laughing, cracking up, having fun, spending time together. And I'm grateful for that because, you know, I don't be kicking it with people much. I'm like, uh, I used to be like, hey, where the crowd at? Where the party at? What are we doing tonight? But now I'm like, man, I'm just trying to be at the house. I'm just trying to chill. And it's not that I don't want to be out and doing stuff, but I honestly think that I have lived in a state of survival mode for so long that I'm like, I'm used to being like, nah, I'm not going because I can't. I can't afford to. I got to be smart because I know if I go, I'm going to get a drink. I'm going to get probably some snacks. I don't want to spend money that I, I have, but I don't have. You know what I'm saying? And I used to live like that, live like that, live like that. And I'm like, not necessarily in a place where I have to, but I still am, you know, which I don't think is wrong. But I'd be like, hey, you can still have friends and you prayed for friends because you either, I remember when I shed so much, cutting my hair off and blocking all these numbers or all this noise in my phone. And I just imagine now if I would have saved you know, half the numbers that I was keeping around. And they weren't all boys. It was just like friendship situations that I was like, hey, man, I don't like the way that I feel in this. So I either verbally said, hey, and who knows what, how I said it and what state of mind I was in. And sometimes I'd be going to try to knock on those same doors now. I'd be like, where my key at to that door? key being either their phone number or their Facebook or some kind of way to 
open the door. Sometimes it be open, they be peeking out. And then sometimes they be like, hell no. And sometimes they're like, hey, welcoming, you know. And I understand that. First of all, it's like, what are you coming to their door for? What do you want? What are you trying to do? And another reason is, you know, once you know that, that that explains that, that, you know, explains the reason why I'm coming at the door. And so I had to think about that a lot. Um, And I'm grateful that I, I pretty much stayed away from a lot of like doors that I slammed shut or that God was like, I said, no, get out of there. Get it. You know, And so, you know, I don't know. I just feel like my thoughts, as you can hear, they're always up in the clouds. And one thing my mom said, and and I don't know if it's like a saying or if it's like what therapists be like, hashtag. But she was like, and I think I even mentioned this on the show a time or two, but um, she was like head traffic. And she maybe said it when she was a guest on the show. But talking about head traffic and like literally, you know what it is already. Like it's such a visual word, visual phrase. But like if you, you know, we know traffic, man. If you live in Austin, Texas, you know traffic. If you live in California, L.A., anywhere, Houston, boy, traffic is stressful. Even I was going to say Dallas, but I don't spend a lot of time there. But my my dad does. So. I'm like, I'm sure there's traffic. I feel like everywhere, we know traffic. And like I just said, it's everywhere. Like, it's even in our heads. And I feel like such a seven. Like, when I was talking to my sister last night, she was like, I'm body. Like, I, I, when I feel stuff, I feel it in my body. And she told me today, today, yesterday, that she was like, sometimes I, um, when I, she was like, some advice for you. She was like, I know you're not a mom, and I know you, you, I don't even know if you're planning on being a mom. She's like, but if you do, and she's like, and you can take this advice for really anything, but like, if you have some type of feelings, feel them, recognize them, understand that they're there, and don't try to escape them. And she said that to me because I'm a seven. On the Enneagram, I'm talking Enneagram when I throw numbers out. And I feel like sevens, we'd be like, feelings? Hell no. We try to get out of that. Whether it is, where do we eat at? Where that wine at? Hey, uh, where them snacks at? Where my bacon count looking like? Where them boys at? Or whatever. You know, I'm naming vices that I had or have, you know? And so she's like, don't don't try to run and she didn't say don't try to run from your vices or anything specific that was just me but she was like feel them and she's like something that I do when they be coming she was like okay you're feeling it you're feeling it you're angry right now you're frustrated right now or whatever the feeling is you're feeling this and like you know what you want is this what maybe what they trying to get out of you is this she's like I sound crazy I be talking to myself to talk me down. And I'm like, man. And she's like, you may not have to say it out loud. You might be just thinking it. And I was like, this ain't coming from my sister. Lord help us. It's not coming from from Veronica. But it was, man. And I was grateful to hear that. Because I was like, that's the truth. Because, yeah, I am. I'm going through a lot. But what I appreciated about what she said is that it was like, hey, um, this is your opportunity to name them. I, what comes into my mind was the color wheel. Like, you remember this from art class when they'd be, like, giving you the color wheel. And, like, some people use it as, like, your emotion color wheel, you know. But that's how I see it. And it's like, okay, you're feeling this. You're feeling magenta. What What is magenta bringing you? And you don't have to do it for every happy, I'm feeling elated right now. You're feeling it. It's like, you don't have to use it for every emotion, I think. This is the way that I'm perceiving it, is when you are feeling those heavy feelings and they're in your body. She's like, but I start feeling it in my body. And I said, okay, you feel it in your body. I think 
for sure. In that moment, I understood head traffic. I understood that I feel things in my head and I get stuck up here in traffic in one lane, sitting, thinking about this one problem. And then if I switch lanes, it's still going to be traffic, but it's going to be another problem. You know what I'm saying? That's just the way that I see it right now. It's like you just in head traffic, you switching lanes. And when you riding free, ain't no traffic, you cool, but don't mean that you're not going to run up on some. How you get around it or how do you sit in it? What do you do when you're in head traffic? What are, what are you going to do? Because you can't always get out of it until it's out, until you're out of it. So how do you go through it? And that's just literally a message from God because I, I don't, girl, look, I was about to call y'all girl. You know you're my humans. And I feel like, you know, them words can't come from me. Anytime I feel like I say something deep, gems I drop randomly, hey, 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 that ain't me. And that's something I could for real say. That's from God. Because Michelle doesn't have those words, guys. I'm not that eloquent. I think we've realized this. And that's okay. But what's really crazy and interesting is that I share names with the play, the playwright, the author who wrote um, the new Jim Crow, like that book alone, is that title alone, you know that it's Michelle Alexander. And that's literally my name, y'all. Like, that's so powerful, right? And she's such an eloquent writer, man. And I'm like, man, I need to read more of her books because we share the same name and I need to get some eloquence. It's hilarious to me, but I love that. I love that. And I do think, like, what are some pitfalls or down points of this podcast? And I'm like, boom, let's jump into that. But I feel like, for me, something that wasn't cool was like, that I'm like, promote black and brown businesses, y'all. But I think that I was so caught up in my head traffic and my own personal stuff that it was hard for me to see or like look out because I think I was in such a like sur- survival state. I literally was like, where the rafters at? Like, I need something to float up in because I was in survival mode that I was like, I can't think about other people because I'm trying to think for myself, you know? Um, and that was just ugh, selfish. But I was like, I can't promote you because I don't have the money to. And but I did work for an organization that supported black artists and uh, that was cool. And I got to see a lot of black artists in Austin, not see them, but promote them socially. And that was cool to learn about them. And I don't want those things to be done with. And so. I'm just like learning how to be. Sorry, like when I be pausing long like that, I be having them dang flashbacks. They just come up. They're like they're like vivid images, and then they're gone. But I do think it's because at night, like I'm not somebody who remembers their dreams much. I don't even know. I don't know when the last time I had a dream that I remember. I remember. In, 2020 like when I was in the hospital I remember in one I mean I had a few dreams that were wild like that man I was in a really heavy state I think I was in I was drugged up a lot but I was also like withdrawing a lot and going through health issues a lot I was sick man this time I had just I, I think I got out of the hospital literally this time last year like um it was this time last year, and it was um, here's the thing. I'm like, was it this time last year? You see what I'm saying when you be flashing back? You'd be like, I don't know, because the only thing that I remember is like honestly, getting sick and then waking up today. You know what I mean? Like everything in between that is a blur for sure. It's a blur for sure. Um, but I'm just trying to live my life in this way that's like, man, my thoughts, are they're just coming quick right now, y'all. They're coming quick and it's scaring me. Um, 
I'm like, I'm like, stay strong, boy, stay strong. But you see what I mean about having an anchor. But that, I'm like, let's reel it back to black and brown businesses because I feel like that's something that I wanted to promote more of. And I think thinking about no longer working for this organization like threw me off. I think it triggered me, you know what I'm saying? Mentally, you see how I went. And I love that I'm recording this because if ain't nobody listening, I don't care. I am. And it's like, wow, you're such a weird person, dude. And I mean, I love that about me. I can't, I can't not. It's like, okay, I hate that. So you're going to change to be somebody you're not so that other people are comfortable. You're going to be yourself, Michelle. You're going to be your weird self as long as you're able to meet the standards of what is expected of you. And I'm talking professionally. And in this world, what is expected of you? You know, faithfully, what is expected of you? Humanistically, logically, integrally, is that it? I'm like, help me, help me. My vocabulary is dying. We're dying. But I read so much and I hear so much about how we as humans are just really messing stuff up. And then I hear stuff about aliens and ghosts and i just be so like mentally like fascinated yet overwhelmed because I'm like okay what is going on and I just feel like in this life that I'm in this 20 we're about to be in 2023 part of me is like thank goodness we're gonna make it I pray that I make it because I remember the end of that last, uh, my last episode, I believe. I was saying, like, man, I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back in about a week if I'm lucky and feel y'all in. And I said, but knowing me, and if I didn't say this, this is what I'm saying. Knowing me, it ain't going to be a week. It's going to be whenever I catch up. And I feel like here we are catching up. And I feel like, you know, in a week's time of when I recorded that, in a week's time, Things things switched. The light switch came on. Prayers were answered like immediately. And I was like, whoa, you know, things changed and it was good. And it was good. But I didn't take one minute to be like, hey, humans, how y'all doing? Let me catch up. And it wasn't. I think that I'm not as active because I was like, people are not listening to you. Not like they used to. So maybe you should just give up. So I didn't say anything. But, like, I mean, November was a really, really tumultuous month for me. And this this year especially because, you know, not because of, but what on top of. Like, my brother had a birthday. My sister had a birthday. My dad had a birthday. My niece had a birthday. These are all in my immediate family. So it was, like, all these people, which was beautiful and awesome. But I'm like, hey, man, like. You know, it was a stressful situation to be a part of. And I just feel like. You know, on top of all of those birthdays, which I feel like I wasn't in a good mental place to celebrate. And I think that my family, I don't know if anyone and I just say them, but I don't even know if if it's them and them only. I think it's people like I just think. And I love this. My my friend India posted something about this, about how we need to check in on our friends because honestly, I mean, and that's not all she said, and I'm going to get back to it, but it was, you know, somebody who was, he became famous from a show that, So You Think You Can Dance, you know, which I was obsessed with for a minute. I would watch every episode and cry every episode. Every episode was so tear-jerking and beautiful. And it, just, it just got to me, right? And um, then, on top of that, like, he met his wife there. You know, they got married, got, you know, raised beautiful children. You know, I recently saw him on Celebrity Game Face as a host, I mean, as a host, as a guest and um, with his wife. And they did a great job. I feel like they won that episode. They were really hilarious and talented dancers. He was a he was a dancer or, you know, a co-star on The Ellen Show. It was just like a wonderful... He gave off a wonderful media persona, right? 
And obviously he was going through so much. He he took his own life recently, like a f- like last week, you know. And it was just so not even last week. It was a few weeks ago, but even so, it feels like last week. It feels so like yesterday that this happened, and it's so sad. And I thought of myself. I did because when I. I want to say when I was locked up, straight up, but when I was in the hospital the first time, Chadwick Boseman passed, and he died of cancer, and that was astounding because no one knew he was that sick until he passed, and all this stuff started coming out, which is probably and indefinitely how he wanted it. The people who knew, he told. The people who didn't know, or it was a need-to-know situation. If you needed to know, I'm sure you knew. If you didn't need to know, you didn't know. And it wasn't because he didn't like us or he hated us. He was just protecting us and protecting himself. And I appreciate that. And I felt that way because I was sick, you know what I'm saying, and sad. But so I was sick and embarrassed, and I didn't want people to know. I think it was for the—I don't think he was embarrassed, and may, but I don't know. You know, Maybe he was. He had some moments of that. But I felt that, you know. So I was like, nobody needs to know until I'm ready to tell you. And I took it that way, you know, like, I felt like people were so nosy. Don't don't nobody really care about me. They don't care about me because that's just how that I've lived forever. So when all these people started showing me that they cared, I'm like, thank you. I'm grateful. I appreciate you caring. But like, it was like a lot of energy that really was like, people treat you terrible when you're sick. People say ridiculous things to you. When you're sick, they feel so, and I'm like, I never want to come at somebody like that ever if I'm sick and I, or if they're sick and I'm grateful for that time. But they showed me that. So when Twitch took his own life and that same, same black man, not same black man, but same, you know, situation, he was a black man as well as Chadwick, you know, and the fact that we go through the we we live these hard lives sad lives sometimes you know quietly don't nobody know how you really doing we don't really be checking in on people like how we should and so what i what i want to be better at and i feel like when you say something to people like hey hey uh how you doing they'd be like i'm fine it's like you can't accept that, or especially if you're not fine. You can't say that. And I think for myself, especially, because I, I go through hard times. When Twitch took his life, it was sad because of what we saw. We don't, But we don't see everything, and we know that. And what India said was, like, beautiful. She was like, you know, we could say... Be kind to everyone because we we don't know what they're going through kind of situation. But, like, in reality, like, for real, though, like, we got to do better. We got to be better people. We got to be better humans because people out here are hurting. Like, so instead of being, like, throwing up a quote, you know, or some prayer hands and saying, okay, be kind because you don't know what everybody's going through. And that's the truth. That's not wrong, and I don't think she was disregarding that, you know, but but she was just basically shedding some light, and it was humbling, and I loved it, because even now, in this moment, I was about to spit that game. I have spit that game. Next episode, I'm sad as heck, you know, and I just loved what she said. It was beautiful. It really spoke to me, and man, she's a smart woman. She is overlooked and underrated. Um, I just think that she's a great human and that, that moment reminded me of that. And, and I just feel like, yeah, like there are, I'm like, I thought about it right now. I'm like, there are black women in this world who I think look up, can look up to me and do look up to me and that I can appreciate. And likewise, I can't think that you don't have friends. Don't nobody want to be your friend. I just feel like I want to be more welcoming of like the black and brown community. I am black and brown. I'm not saying that I shun them and I look away from them, but I'm like, be more supportive of those communities and those people. And and yeah, 
you may not always have the money, but like what, how else can you help? How else can you recognize these people? Um, and that's what I wanted my podcast to be about, but I was so wrapped up in myself and in my feelings. And I do feel like narcissistic in the ways of feeling like comfortable with negative narcissism, like negative self-talk, negative body shaming, negative body, body dysmorphia. And it's like, no girl, you better own the skin that you're in in all the ways and be the person that you know like God made you to be and like and it's like it, if it doesn't feel real like God made me to be a teacher man what me the the stoner the liar the cheater the you know manipulator me ain't no way but I'm like okay maybe perhaps he has maybe it's gonna mean something maybe that's what's supposed to be here and man, look, I threw out all those titles, the the worst ones I, I could find, but not could find, but could think about. But also I'm like, there a lot of those are realistic things about myself, man. Um, I'm like, can I say the smoker, the drinker? But like, I'm not really a drinker, but I like to drink when it comes up. When that time come, boy, be coming. But I feel like... Man, I should cut all that out. That's interesting what I just said. But, like, honestly, I should cut out a lot of what I say. But they be long as heck, these episodes. Because I'd just be like, and then one time at band camp. That's the trouble of having your own podcast. And I'm sure a lot of a lot of these get overlooked because they'd be like, who listening to this? But um, that's my uh, TED Talk about my erroneous thinking. And basically thinking about where I want things to go with my life with certain people, with certain situations, and how I refuse to try to manipulate a situation to get results that I'm proud of. It's like, nah, man, I just want to be the best that I can be, put in my best effort. And when I say best effort, if my best effort looks like crap to someone else, like the key word is someone else. It's not me. Like, they can feel like it looks like crap, but it's like, I don't know who I'm trying to impress. Like, I literally have no one to impress, and I'm not saying that to be like, there's no one out there to impress. It's not a sad thing. It's a grateful thing. Like, yo, you're living for yourself. You're living for God. Like, you're trying to do this faith thing. You're really trying to commit. And like, hey, man, you might just continue to lose people because... That's just the way of the world, man. Ain't nobody trying to hear that. And I understand that. You don't have to. But, like, I'm down. I'm about that life right now. I think I should be. And I think I've seen, I've seen myself in 2018. Like, I'm pretty sure I started with all of that. And then I just said, and then this time and this time, my head traffic was like, let's go over here in this lane. Hey, let's talk about this. But I do feel like. I felt my body changing and evolving mentally and physically. I was reading more, writing in my journal more, and I was caring for myself a lot more. And I felt the difference. Of course, I was acting and still doing a lot of theater, but I had the time to do that. I quit my job and I was able to focus on me and what I wanted. And now I'm like, hey, hey, you're back in the real world. Like, what are you going to do? And I went through that same cycle again in 2020. And I felt myself growing and changing and getting back to me. And then, you know, I have to tell myself, hey, hey, like, don't forget, you can start over. You can do this again now. You can do this again. And I want to do this again. And I'm going to. So basically... I just wish everybody the best of luck this end of the year. Like, we're after Christmas. We live in that time of, like, where am I? Who am I? Until New Year's Eve happens. Um, I'm grateful to be doing a show at the Driscoll, which is a beautiful, beautiful hotel downtown Austin. It's, like, historical. And uh, we get to perform there, and it's a beautiful thing to do, like, this radio cast um, of A Christmas Carol. But, like, it's done by all females. 
women of color, but I ran into this woman in the bathroom. We were at the filmmaker space um, rehearsing and she was like talking to me in the, on the toilet. It was crazy. And she, she was like, what are you doing here? And I can't remember how the whole conversation started. It didn't start with what are you doing here? But it, she was just like asking me all these questions about the play and asking me like, hey, uh, I was like, yeah, it's a it's an all female cast, you know, uh, of women of color. There's like a, a lot of women of color. She's like, no, 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 I hate that. And I was like, what? You know, she was like, I hate that phrase, women of color. She was like, because I'm not a colored person. I am Hispanic, but I'm not a I'm not a color. I'm not colored. And I was like, but you're also not black either. You know what I mean? Or white. Like, you know, it's like a different story. And I said, okay, that's argumentative. And I said, thank you. You taught me something today to think about. And I appreciate it. We exchanged information. I gave her a, a flyer to the show. And I was like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? She records podcast episodes in that space. And I told her I record podcasts. And I'm like, okay, you better network, Michelle, if anything. Get some lessons, man. Learn something. Maybe she could teach you something. Humble you some. And I loved that she was Hispanic. And I loved that she was so kind. And I wish I could remember everything she said. That's the thing about me and retaining information. Sometimes good information. I'd be like, what if, What was that? And maybe in the, how I felt in the moment was like, not to me, it wasn't worth retaining or holding on to. But I do remember feeling like, ooh. I like I like what she said, even if it wasn't something like that you like. You liked hearing it. I liked what it did to my ears. And so, but anyways, like, yeah, she said that. That was cool. And I'm like, where was I going with that, guys? I'm sorry. But to, to end it all, I was, we're going to be performing this evening at the Driscoll. And I'm like, all right, I'm still obviously very tired. And, um. I'm like, ooh, what if I, I have a lot of ideas, like, of what I want to do with this podcast in the future. I, d- I still want to make it a thing. I don't want to give up on this side hustle because I appreciate it. And it does give me a little coins with shout out to Anchor. I love you. I appreciate you for supporting me as I support you. And uh, if any if anybody's giving back, it's Anchor. And I'm giving back to them. And I am just grateful for that. Grateful to be a teacher. Grateful to my students. Grateful for the love I have for them and they have for for me. And I just really hope this next semester goes well. That I can teach them. That they can learn from me. Something that maybe they didn't know. That they now know. Um, I asked them at the end of this semester. Hey, is there one thing that you learned that you didn't know before that maybe you know now and a few kids raised their hand and told me some cool stuff and I wasn't necessarily doing that so I could toot my own horn but I was just curious like hey is there anything that you learned from me because I you know I'm obvious first year teacher in this setting I've been a teacher for a while but in this environment it's my first year doing it in their way in their school so I'm just like learning a lot and they taught me a lot and I still have a lot to learn. And I get a formal observation when I go back to school. So I definitely just want to be a better teacher overall. I want to provide better content <laughs> in the classroom and just be like dope overall. I just want to get dope at this. I want to get good at this, you know? Anyways, um, I'm grateful to still be here and I'm grateful for you guys for listening, for being a part of this and like being a part of the journey of being like, hey, what happened to this and doing that? And I just I do think if I showed more support to others, it will be reciprocated. If I think less about myself and I appreciate summaries with Chalk for giving me the opportunity to have a podcast. And I do think that within this new year coming up that I want to make new changes, new challenges for myself a new vision board and speaking of I, I do want to do audio vision boards but I don't want to take Tracy G's job but I, I do want to maybe recognize her a lot more and like you know Maceo Paisley a lot of people that have really lifted me up these past few years like my years of transition 
2018 into where where I am now. 2018 was what really defined me. I broke up. I got in a really bad relationship. I mean, bad breakup. It was a good relationship, but like a really hard breakup. Um, you know, and you know, from there, I met some guys. They were cool. Then they weren't cool. I went through a lot of turmoil with my body, my health. It went up and down with my weight and my mental moods and everything. I went through a lot in the past few years. You know, got into a really heavy relationship that I'm still questioning right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure they are too. We're just living life. You know what I mean? It's not bad. Like, things are cool. But, you know, we are who we are. And I'm just grateful that, you know, we have this podcast that we have our families who look up to us and I just pray for my personality excuse me my energy my motivation to go up 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 to be more positive and just push myself because I know I can I just went through just really heavy heavy darkness and I'm like hey you don't have to stay there you can chill right now you're on a vacation and you deserve to rest the nap ministry shout out to you but i do think you deserve you know so much michelle and i think a lot of it is up to me to get not like i'm getting everything i want stealing it i'm taking it but it's like it's a matter of you deserve you know your flowers while you're still alive you deserve to work for what you're doing And you deserve to rest when the time comes to rest. When you've done what you can, it may not look the same for others. What I realize now is like, yeah, you have MS. And you really have to fight fight chronic fatigue. You really have to fight it. And a lot of people don't, you know, because I'm able-bodied in in a lot of ways. I'm doing things that I wasn't able to do even this time last year, which is powerful to say. But it's the truth. Like, and I'm not gonna lie, I got up this morning and almost like stumbled into the bathroom. I still have moments where I walk crazy and people don't know, like, because I'm so silly and stuff, people are like, is she drunk? Or is she just, you know, I can't be like, hey, everybody, I'm walking this way because I have MS, you know, but I be wanting to. And I promise you, I'm gonna get a shirt that says I'm not drunk. I just have MS, not to wear to school or anything, but like, you know, to have just to wear sometimes, even to rehearsal, just so people be knowing, hey, everything's fine. I just sometimes move different. Um, but I do feel like with my chronic fatigue, like the I remember first having it, having MS and telling people or like telling my speech therapist, like my fear of, you know, having ha- like having to tell people like how often and how frequently do I have to let people know that I have it? She was like, well, it's a need-to-know basis. She was like, if they need to know, you're going to tell them, which is the phrase that I used about Chadwick, but it's true. Like, She was like, if they need to know, then you have to tell them. You have to let them know. Sometimes your bosses, sometimes your, you know, people who work above you, your directors or your stage managers or whoever, maybe they need to know your principal or whatever. But like your students, they don't necessarily need to know. Or, you know what I mean? I don't know, certain situations, they don't need to know. Every family member doesn't need to know, which is why I was arguing with my mom. Because I was like, this is my story to tell. It ain't up to you to tell everybody. It just pissed me off. But anyways, don't be talking about it. I don't want to go back to being mad. (laughs) I'm just playing. But yeah, I was like, okay. So, you know, that's more of what I feel like I need to do. And I also think if I took care of myself better... That would be, you know, something that comes second nature to me. I think I spent a lot of time just not caring about myself in 2020. What is this year? 2022. Lord help us. It really since 2020, man. 20 2018 kind of kind of was down, then it went up really high up. 2019 it stayed there, and then I kind of plateaued in 2019. Hit a plateau. Then 2020 happened, and it was like, down, you're in the dang ditches. And then the world, okay, they joined you down there, and then y'all were all down there together. And then some of them got up and got out. 
Some people are still down there. And I was one of those people that stayed down there. And then I started crawling up and out of it. The end of 2020. Then into 2021, I said, okay, okay, I got to get at least a floaty. And I, started, I think I had a floaty for a minute. But sometimes I, f- I fell off that floaty in 2021. And into 2022, I, I was on the floaty into 2022. Then 2022, I pretty much was on the floaty. Then I fell into the waters for a minute. Then I learned I learned how to swim a little bit in the waters. That's just kind of where I'm at. And I'm kind of like back on the floaty. Pretty much when I have a show to do, I get on the floaty so I could float to the show. And then get on the floaty to float home. And then once I get home, I get back in the water sometimes. But I just feel like now I want to find boat. And then I want to find an anchor in 2023 and get back, get grounded again, work on grounding myself this year. And uh, this year I turned 36, which is crazy, but cool. God is good. And I'm like, hey, girl, like the older I get, the more beautiful I feel (coughs) as I cough. (laughs) But I feel like more of a woman and I do feel like you know playing a woman you know on stage like I like to define myself for myself and man I'm, I'm experiencing a lot of hateration like but but I'm like I'm proud of myself because I'm kind of like oh I got haters I'm doing something right so that's okay y'all gonna hate man y'all give me that recognition it's okay I need that I take that and uh, how exhausting it must be to be a hater, though. I just can't. And, I, and I, I I wish y'all a great 2023. And I'm not saying that to be one of them people that's like, and I wish you well. But I truly mean that because I see what, you know, what happens sometimes when you run out of hateration and when you have to start drinking from a different water bottle. Water bottle of love and faith and hope sometimes things change you start replenishing and I think for even myself my hateration cup is like pretty much empty so I'm like all right you're gonna have to get something else to drink and it's gonna have to be from a different glass what you gonna do so right now I'm just trying to decide what cup I'm gonna drink from regardless regardless of what's around me what I'm drinking from because it's gonna matter And I wish that same thing for everyone, for all of us, y'all. Because it's hard out here. When you think about Twitch, I think about that situation. I'm like, man, I get it. It's sad to me. It's like crazy to me. I feel like that's a thought. I was so left field with this podcast. And I'm, I'm grateful if you made it this far. But I think about Anthony Bourdain. I think about people that I looked up to, man, and how heavy life was for them bet you anthony like sitting pretty okay comfortable where he at i don't know i wouldn't know but i'm like i think about how hard it is in this world and how much i'm like okay okay twitch trying to let us know he out of here he can't do this anymore okay and you twitch was just proof to me how hard it actually is Twitch going showed me, see, see y'all, see, we ain't lying. It's hard out here. It's hard out here to go on. And I saw a post today that was just like so amazing. I'm going to post it on my summaries with Chalk. You might be like, ugh, but I do feel like it's something that I'm going to do. I do feel like it's something that I need to think about. Like God is working in me like summaries with y'all gotta think about my life and chapters of course and chapter 35 is coming to a close but it's not done i'm like towards the um middle of it like it'll be here it'll be here when it's here and i'm grateful for that time and i just think now in this time it's time to chill
Hey, look, that about sums it up. I'm tired of talking to y'all. Y'all tired of listening. Let's be honest, y'all. Let's chill. Okay, that about sums it up. Summaries with Chalk. Bye, y'all.